morning crypto good morning warriors hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel good morning crypto where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto related topics from a top crypto research team in the world i'm your host abs joined by several members of our 3t family this morning we got the italian stallion mr johnny crypto jenna x is joining us on this tuesday and we got myself in the building right now so i'm very excited for today's show Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how Larry Fink says tokenized assets are the future of finance, showing a massive shift in U.S. sentiment over these next 8 to 12 months. While a BlackRock ETF was rumored to be approved yesterday, could this show us what could happen when a BlackRock ETF is actually approved? And with the largest financial firms on the planet turning to crypto as a new form of payment, we break down the details, showing our community how this next bull run is shaping up to be the greatest opportunity of our era. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So, Johnny, I started laughing during that introduction because I can't get over how many times I've done that. I think I could do it in my sleep with my eyes closed. But first of all, how you feel, my friend? Thanks for being here. You probably do do it in your sleep and your eyes because your girlfriend's probably driving. You're probably driving her nuts. She probably hears it every single day. But yes, we are live. And good morning to all the war maniacs out there. We love and appreciate you for showing up every single day. And it's so exciting to be here on a day with our favorite friend, Jenna. I can't wait to hop into it. How are you today, Jenna? Jenna, there's a lot of exciting news. We're going to talk about Roblox XRP tokenization, but we're starting this show off with what Larry Fink had to say yesterday. First of all, how are you feeling? Thanks for being here. I'm feeling amazing. Thank you for having me on. Good morning to all the warriors out there. Um, it was such a nice little spike yesterday. I know the news was BS, but wasn't it? Didn't it just get you excited for what's to come? I know I was like, yeah, baby, because we just needed that just to remember what the hell we're holding and what's going to come. So I'm super excited to get into the headlines of feeling bullish abs. I think it's a great indicator of what's to come. Jenna. We saw X, we saw Bitcoin go from twenty seven thousand five hundred to just below thirty thousand dollars off fake ETF news. Imagine what would happen if it was real, guys. And we're going to start this show off the same way we always do by checking out the Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That is at three TGM Crypto on Twitter. Guys, continue to smash that follow button. We're getting like I, I mean, I think it's fifty to sixty followers a day. I'm putting out about seven or eight tweets. So if you're looking for updates throughout the day, this is the place to do that at three TGM Crypto on Twitter. When we look at some of the daily movers, the HEX token is taken center, Jenna, up about 15%. When we look at our Merlin market update this morning, the total market cap is sitting at $1.08 trillion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 51% dominance. Ethereum is about 17%. We've got Bitcoin sitting at 28400 Ethereum, 1570 XRP is $0.49. And we've got Cardano trading at a quarter this morning. And this was the exciting news out of yesterday as Larry Finn, once again, was talking bullish about the crypto market, not just tokenized assets, but Bitcoin and its impact on global finance. Here it is, guys. Yeah, we've got a stock rally and we got a Bitcoin rally. At the moment, Bitcoin is higher by 5%, but it was much higher. You see that spike on the screen there? Take a look at around 9.30 a.m. Eastern. The cryptocurrency briefly jumped 10% after the crypto news outlet Cointelegraph 
incorrectly reported the SEC had approved the iShares Bitcoin spot ETF. Fox Business reporters reached out to BlackRock and were the first to debunk the report. The outlet has since issued an apology, but what does BlackRock say about this and why there is so much eagerness for a spot Bitcoin ETF? Joining us now at his first interview since that strange story and the drama around bitcoin this morning is blackrock chair and ceo larry finkel so johnny crypto we are going to play the remainder of that clip i just want to make sure my wi-fi is perfect and okay i'm sure you saw it we know what he's going to say but before i play the clip live for our listeners i am actually just getting a notification my wi-fi is ready to roll so here's the most important clip larry fink discussing the future of crypto on the charlie gasparino what when was the first you've heard about this rumor and, and what did Actually, you Actually, I was busy all day. I probably heard it an hour ago, so it wasn't. Yeah, well, it was, we should point out Ellie Tourette, my producer, broke the story that it was not real. But it's like wishful thinking, <clears throat> isn't it? Isn't this what this is all about? Well, I can't talk about the specifics of anything. I think it's just an example of the pent-up interest in crypto. And, I, and we're hearing from clients around the world about the need for crypto. I mean, when you think about I think some of this rally is way beyond the rumor. I think the, the rally today is about a flight to quality with all the, you know, all the issues around the Israeli war now, um, global terrorism. And I think there's more people running into a flight to quality, whether that is in treasuries, gold, or crypto, depending on how you think about it. And I believe crypto will play that type of role as a flight to quality. So, Johnny, obviously, everybody is focusing on the fact that he compared treasuries, gold, and crypto in the same sentence. What really caught my attention was the sentence he said before that. He said the demand from global clients for these crypto products is increasing by the day. We're going to play that clip again, but I want to give it a chance for you and Jenna to comment on what you just saw. What's on your mind? Abs, don't you know crypto's a scam? I mean, you hear it all the time. It's on the news. It's a scam. All my friends are telling me a scam. My family's telling me it's a scam. Anybody I talk to is telling me a scam. I don't know what the hell Larry's talking about, but this is like the worst thing ever, and it's gonna never happen. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, this is this is like such bullish news. If you want to talk about ever getting validation, there's no man that's probably more in the know or more significant than Larry Fink. And he literally just told the whole world right there that crypto, it's here to stay. It's coming. It's here to stay. That should get you guys all super excited. I mean, I'm I'm happy that everybody thinks crypto's a scam. I'm not going to lie about it. Because the longer they think it's a scam, the better opportunity you, we have to continue to buy and accumulate. Because once people don't think it's a scam anymore, guess what? And they start buying it. When they start buying it, price goes up. It's too late to buy. You can't get in no more at low prices. You have to buy now while it's still a scam. And then, but, but yeah, but Larry pretty much just said it. He, I don't think it's a scam anymore, Johnny. I think it's, no, a- no, no, it's a scam. Let it keep, keep it. Let everybody think it's a scam so we can keep DCA. Everybody here and in the academy yeah. and all the warriors and everybody listening and watching this video know yeah. that as long as you hear the word scam, here, very simple scam equals buy. Just keep buying. But uh, yeah, man, that is so bullish. It, but it's funny. Larry's like, oh, I had no time to look into that. Thing. I didn't hear about it. But I did like how Charlie mentioned that Eleanor, a friend of our show, did break the story that it was fake news. Although I think we broke it a little earlier. We broke it pretty early in the morning. I agree with you, Johnny. And this is what's really interesting. Jenna, the quote that caught my attention that Larry Fink put out yesterday was this one. BlackRock clients around the world are demanding crypto exposure. Hence, the firm's move to satisfy such a demand. This is what creates change. When products like this are launched around the world, 
you're at a disadvantage if you're not using them. So I think BlackRock is going to be an early adopter. And yesterday was just a quick example of that. Guys, we got 223 yeah. live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. And Jenna, tell me what you took away from Larry Fink's statements. We know BlackRock is an early adopter, guys. They have been accumulating. When prices are low, they control the narrative. This is what I'm saying. It is so bullish for crypto, but we know we've been buying the fear, buying the FUD because we're smart. We know that it's going to take this $10 trillion asset manager to start changing the narrative. And when he talks, people listen. So I swear he is going to single-handedly start to kick off this bull run himself. And if he is telling you that other people around the world are asking about crypto, this is very, very bullish. Clearly, this has been happening for a while. It didn't happen just now, but he's finally starting to release. Hey, yeah. So they're starting to change the narrative and we're watching it all happen right before our eyes. So I think the time frame where we can get into crypto at really, really good prices at the bottom, it, it's starting to shrink on us. Yes, Johnny, like guys pay attention. Like if you were thinking about making moves, not financial advice, but you might want to think about doing them sooner than later. So Johnny crypto, the biggest takeaway I had from this clip is BlackRock is ready to profit off of crypto. There's no way they would be talking positive about the industry if they weren't ready to move into the industry. And that tells me, I actually want to connect this to a tweet I found yesterday. So yesterday I found that Kathy Wood put out a statement about the SEC engaging with Bitcoin and its merits and she even said that Gary Gensler is the only thing standing in the way of a Bitcoin product existing in the USA. Uh, yesterday, Kathy said to the Daily Hoddle, the SEC knows so much and they're so good that I believe that this was much more of Gary Gensler standing in the way. I don't know for sure because they could never say something like that. I just know from now we have discussed Bitcoin with them and they really understand it and they understand its merits most importantly. If Kathy Wood is saying something like that, I'm going to take her at her word, but let's connect it to what just happened. BlackRock's bullish about crypto. Kathy is bullish about an ETF product. Are the institutions ready to profit off of cryptocurrencies? Well, absolutely. The institutions are all ready. They're all gearing up and getting ready for the massive tsunami that's going to come into the crypto space, as Kevin O'Leary calls it, the 12th sector of the economy. It's going to be that. Once everybody starts flooding into this abs, the only area where Kathy's wrong and I disagree with her is Gary Gensler is not standing in the way. Gary Gensler is, you know, it has a boss and whoever his boss is, his boss is standing in the way. And once his boss decides to change their tune, Gary Gensler will be singing like a puppet, a different tune. So it's not Gensler. Don't think Gensler has that kind of power. He doesn't. He's just being, he's doing, what he's told to do by whoever pulls his strings. And I don't know who does, but it ain't Gensler. Uh, but when they tell Gensler it's okay to open the door, oh, baby, <laughs> the door's going to – the door ain't even going to swing open. The doors are coming off the hinges because the freaking money's going to pour in so fast. And that's right. It's right. Japan, things going right off the hinges, flying everywhere. Don't be behind those doors. You're going to get You're going to get wiped out. But, man, for all of us who are in crypto right now, I was talking to Kevin Cage uh, yesterday, and, you know, we were just talking about how excited we are about what's to come, that we just – we all know we're on the cusp, we're on the fringe of 1997 when you were in diapers, Jenna was probably just getting off the bottle, and everything was – you know, but the, and the world was just changing, and dot-coms were coming, and the internet was coming, and cell phones were coming, and everything was – it was just all going digital, right? Huge, huge transformation. Same kind of thing is going to happen, but a lot of this stuff is behind the scenes 
But man, I'm just super excited because I get to relive the mistakes I made in 1997 and not make them again. And oh, by the way, there's a reason why Maryland exists today, baby. Make sure you have an exit plan. Don't sell all your bags. Don't be giant crypto in 1997. Take some of your bags with you. But man, you better have an exit plan. Or you're just going to watch your portfolio go up. And you're going to watch it come all the way back down. And that's a horrible, horrible feeling. Johnny Crypto, we got to talk about the Binance news this morning as well. And I'm actually coming to Jenna first on this article. Binance.us is halting direct dollar withdrawals. The U.S. dollar deposit issuer said that wallets are no longer eligible for FDIC insurance protection according to the updated terms of use. And this is coordinated with the attack that the SEC's put on against Binance, Johnny. Binance just continues to take L's when it comes to the United States. So Binance.us users can no longer withdraw dollars directly from the platform after the exchange updated its terms of use on Monday. In the event that a customer would wish to withdraw U.S. dollar funds from their account, they may do so by converting their U.S. dollar funds to a stablecoin or another digital asset, which can subsequently be withdrawn from the exchange. So, Jenna, I'm kicking it to you first. Are you concerned about Binance continuing to be attacked by the SEC and now halting U.S. dollar withdrawals on the platform? Um, I'm definitely concerned with them continuing to be under attack by the SEC. And there's a lot of countries that don't like Binance. Um, they have lawsuits all over the place. However, I don't use Binance US anymore. Um, I, when I need to cash out, I use Bitstamp. That is my go-to. If it's good enough for Jed McCaleb, it's good enough for me, but they're up to date. They follow all the laws, everything like that. Um, you know, that US government likes them. They're fine. So yeah, no, um, I wouldn't be leaving anything on Binance. You know, it, I wouldn't even be using it to trade. You can't even trade futures and margin in the US on it anyway. Um, I, I just wouldn't mess with it. That's me personally. I like Mexi for my trading and I still use BitTrue sometimes for trading. Johnny Crypto, one of our listeners commented yesterday, why would anybody leave their tokens on exchanges? And the reason is if you're going to be taking profit, you have to sell them somewhere. <laughs> so what percentage of your portfolio do you think is safe to, and it's not financial advice, but what do you typically leave on exchanges just in case anyone's wondering? I typically leave on exchanges when my exit plan tells me to leave. So if I if I say I'm selling 30 or 40% of the coin, then you want to have 30 to 40% of the coin on the exchange. So when the when the alert comes in and says, hey, it's time to sell, you got to make sure you've got it there and ready to sell. Because if it's on a wallet and your ledger's in your cabinet or in your safe and you're at, you know, you're in the store or you're on a trip or you're somewhere else, you can't sell. I don't want to be in that situation. That's exactly what happened to me when Mana, when Mario sent me that text, right? And he said, Johnny, look at Mana. And I was in, I was in Cabela's. It was a Saturday afternoon. I'll never forget around 12, 1 o'clock. I look at it and I'm like, holy crap, Mana's $5. Dude, if my mana was on my ledger, by the time I got home 45 minutes later, we're talking 45 minutes, that's it. Mana was on the three bucks. I would have lost $2 a coin because of not having, but because I had my coins on the exchange, I was like, thanks, Mario. <laughs> I kind of went, I told my cousin, hang on a second, I got to do something. Sold right on the spot in the store. I like cracking. I use cracking. I trust cracking because of the high, high level of security. Sold it, and, and there you go. And that's because I had it available on the exchanges. So that's a very, very good question. What should you leave on the exchange? I think a, a prudent thing is just leave what you know you want to sell. That's why it's so important to have an exit plan. Because if you know what you want to sell, you put that there and the rest you can leave in a safer place. Does that make sense? You know, and, and I love Hold this. On, Johnny. And let me actually add to what you're saying right now. Guys, we got 299 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. 
smash that like button and get ready for an exciting episode because we've got a bunch of great news prepared. We started off talking about BlackRock's tokenized assets, Bitcoin ETFs entering the U.S. market. Well, guess what happened this morning, Johnny? We're combining gaming and XRP. It's like a dream come true for Johnny Crypto. Go, baby. This is Roadblocks, one of the largest gaming, one of the largest games on the planet. If anybody's never heard of this game, it means you're not around kids. Anybody who's under 12 years old is playing Roadblocks. And this platform, 65 million daily users, Johnny. And in the third quarter of 2023, sorry, in the first quarter of 2023, they sold $770 million worth of in-game purchases alone. That's in three months. So we're talking about historic liquidity that's about to enter this market. But we're starting off with something even more important. People often ask us, Johnny, the mystery around XRP. Why is it 50 cents? Are banks really using it? Is there enough liquidity in the system? Is the era of banks using digital assets upon us? Well, David Schwartz answered a lot of those questions in an AMA I found from this summer. And we're going to bring that to our listeners right now. So guys, here's the latest update from David Schwartz explaining how XRP is set to profit once banks begin utilizing this new asset. So no one is settling on a digital asset at scale today. Uh, What's going on at scale today is the messaging part that's able to settle on a digital asset when the liquidity is there. Um, Whether or not, my, what's happening on the digital exchanges right now is there are really only two participants. There's market makers and there's speculators. And that's part of what I think is making the market so unhealthy. Uh, The market makers are deathly afraid that speculators are going to see a price go up on one exchange and beat them by a millisecond and sort of, you know, make them take a loss and vice versa. What we're trying to do with XRapid is bring to these exchanges market takers, people looking for liquidity who don't care what crypto prices are doing. The thesis is that if we do that, market makers will make more money because they won't be, there won't be people trying to force them to you know, take a buy when the price is dropping and vice versa. And they'll respond, if I see you making a lot of money, I'll make just a little bit less money and someone else will make less money still. So we think that bringing in like real demand for payments will bring the spreads down and bring the offer volumes up. Yep. XRapid will see if we're right about that. But you're absolutely right that there has to be more liquidity. The volatility problem is solved by, by the speed. The next question is, can we solve the liquidity problem? And I think um, as X rapid scales up, we'll see whether this just brings more liquidity or in the, in the negative scenario, do we just use up all the liquidity and then the market just dies? I don't think that'll happen. I think what market makers are looking for is people to, to take the liquidity. So, so that's super. David Schwartz said a lot of information there, Johnny. I want to hear what stuck out to you and we'll kick it to Jenna. Well, at the end of the day, to, to summarize it, what he's saying is we need, we need, we need volume. We need trade demand. And that's really what, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Wright. That's really what we need. I try not to think of myself as an egg anymore. That was a long time ago. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, we we need we need this demand or this daily trade volume, which is going to create uh, the 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 requirement or need for liquidity that keeps things moving, keeps the price going up, and that kind of thing. And that all starts with adoption and utility apps, and that's what we're waiting for. None of that exists today. He literally just said it. Right, they're building. That's in the process of building. Roblox may be the first example of some real liquidity being needed. You know, to play a game, you have to buy some XRP, right? Or it, it says it accepts it, so it's not like it's you know, it's not like you know. But how much did they say they actually spent in it? Did it say how much? Did it give a volume demand or not yet? I'm not sure what you're asking. In other words, so 65 million daily users on the platform, but. Has anybody bought anything with XRP yet? Did it say in the article there when you were reading? Well, this article was from about 30 minutes ago, so I'm going to, I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. So the question is, you know, what would be interesting to see now going forward? And that's how 
breaking of news we provided. Is that thing's barely even hot off the presses? I would say there's not going to be a massive demand in XRP based off of Roblox news. It's more about a fundamental shift in payments, right? I'm not I'm not telling people get no, ready. No, 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 but but that game. But let's say. The demand, I'm not saying the demand from this application is what's going to drive price going forward. What I'm saying is now that a system as large as Roblox is in is becoming integrated with digital assets, it's become it's going to become very more mainstream. 65 million daily users use this application. 65 million a day, 80% of them are under 18 years old. So most of these are just children getting exposed to crypto. That was my point. Yes, and that's and and that's about ready to go on steroids when Microsoft comes out with crypto on their Xbox, because then you're going to have one of the more popular games, Robot, right? So that's what I was saying the other day. Gaming is where it's going to transform the industry, because gaming is the biggest industry. It's bigger than the movie industry. It's $300 billion. It's humongous, okay? And so that right there, what they're doing is indoctrinating kids right out the gate while they're little to start getting familiar with crypto. By the time those kids, those 18-year-olds and 15-year-olds are 25, 30, all they're going to know is crypto. Oh yeah, I buy I buy crypto in uh, in 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 Roblox. I buy crypto on my PlayStation. I buy crypto on my Xbox. I'm telling you, dude, it's going to be massive, mainstream, and they're gonna do it through the next generation. They know the older generation, too old. The senior citizens, my dad, my mom, those kind of the boomers, they're not interested in crypto. They're so scared of it. Like I just told my mom about it. I don't want to about it. I'm just kidding. They're so scared of crypto, dude. Because of the, all the news they hear about it. They don't get it. They don't understand it. They're too old. They don't want to risk. And I get it. As you're older, you have less tolerance for risk. Because if you lose money, you don't have enough time to make it back, right? Yeah. When you're younger. And that's why that's the mindset of the boomers, right? They don't want to take any risk. So they're not going to go into crypto. Why? Because crypto is extremely, extremely risky. But the young kids and my generation, Gen X, and you guys, we're all like, yeah. Bring me crypto, baby. Let's go. I mean, the majority of my assets are, you know, gold, silver, real estate, crypto, that kind of stuff. Abs, I don't want to be in cash. I don't want to be in that. But Abs, we got to answer a very important question. Everybody keeps asking, you know, when we sell, what are we selling into? And I think this is a great question. I think it's a great topic for discussion. Jenna, when you sell your crypto, what, what, what do you typically sell into? USD, USDT, USDC, stable coins, real estate, gold, silver. Yeah. What, do you, what do you put it in? USD um, or USDT. And then, you know, I'm, I'm very careful with how much I pull out and actually send to the bank um, because, you know, you have to, then you got to claim all that. You know what I mean? You have a lot more eyes on you and everything. So I only ever cash out when I need to do that. But I, I do feel safe with it being in like USD or USDT right now. I know a lot of people don't like Tether, um, but you don't have to keep all your eggs in one basket. Jenna, I want to ask you about this news as well. We got 340 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Thank you for being here. What I think this news really highlights is a shift into digital assets, yeah. right? This isn't going to create enough demand to, to spike the price in XRP. But what I think is that XRP is going to become more readily available, more utility, more accessibility. What did you take away from this news before we go through the details? Absolutely, Abs. Like It's just so much more exposure, and not even just to XRP, but to other cryptocurrencies. I mean, my um, 13 year old, he was telling me about Doge before it was cool in 2021 when it was like five cents before the pump, it was like four or five cents. He's like, Mom, you gotta get into this. I'm like, What is it? He's like, Oh, it's only the hottest meme token on the internet. Everybody, you know, is talking about it. I'm like, Okay, fine, I got it. And of course, you know, all profits, everything. I went to him and he got so many video games, he was so excited. But it's going to bring 
gaming is going to bring so many different people into crypto. You're going to have all of these different like Microsoft, PlayStation, everybody like that. They're all going to have their own wallets. They're going to offer it. Apple. I think what's going to be sleek though, um, it's going to get to the point where it's so easy to buy with fiat on off ramps and they're going to make it very easy. And I think um, interoperable, they're going to find ways to do this. But whoever makes like the sleekest, easiest design, people are going to be holding crypto, not even realizing they're holding crypto. And that's the cool part about it. So, you know, it, we're just seeing everything unfold. And I think that's great. And yes, apps with the transactions, um, you know, it's important to realize like Stellar does more transactions than any other blockchain and they're still sitting around 10 cents. You know what I mean? So transactions don't necessarily equal, you know, how much a token is going to be worth. But what I thought was really cool was the other day, Moon Lambo did a breakdown of all of the different crypto wallets and how much XRP people were holding. And there's over 3 million wallets holding 500 XRP or less, but more wow. and more people are opening them up. So it's saying like, really people aren't holding a ton, but they're looking at it. They're like, what is this? So you know what I mean? But it's, it's good to know. Johnny Crypto, 65 million daily users participate in the Roblox platform. And with them being young people, let's talk about the impact in the long term. But first, we're going to go through the details of this article. Roblox is now accepting XRP. Roblox, the online gaming giant with over 65.5 million daily users, now accepts XRP as a form of payment for in-game purchases. And what I want to actually reflect on before we dive into the details here, Johnny, there's always a natural migration into the best technology. First, it's about relationships. It's about how can you market yourself. But in time, um, Facebook beat out. What's that old social media? I'm blanking on the name here. Not Mind, MySpace? MySpace. MySpace, MySpace, right? So Facebook beats MySpace. Instagram dominates the market today. When we talk about Vine, all of these products eventually beat out their competitors. And what we're seeing is a natural shift into better technologies here. So Roblox, a gaming platform with 65.5 million daily users, has taken a significant step into striding into the world of cryptocurrency. In a partnership with Exola, a trusted provider of in-game payment solutions, Roblox users can now seamlessly make in-game purchases using XRP. This is easily accessible on various platforms, including Windows, Mac OS, Android, iOS, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Roblox's decision to integrate XRP payments reflects the platform's responsiveness to the new digital financial age. And this move offers Roblox users a more diverse and efficient payment method aligning with the growing global interest of digital currencies. So Johnny, think about this. Users can save money if they use XRP as, a pay, as opposed to using US dollars. From my understanding, I have a 12-year-old brother who plays this game. You're paying like a 3% fee, a 5% fee on your transactions. I'm assuming if you use XRP, that gets reduced dramatically. And we've seen just in the first quarter of 2023 alone, $770 million of in-game purchases. That's in a three-month period. So some of those users are going to be integrating cryptocurrencies and are going to be using XRP just because it's a cheaper, faster, better solution, like you like to always say. So what do you take away from this news? Do you think this is a much bigger shift for the younger generation, even though it's not going to impact the price in the short term? Yeah, yeah. First off, anybody, if I hear anybody say, how come the price isn't going up? I'm going to give them a fresh one, okay? Don't even talk about the price going up right now. This is not the time that anybody should be sitting here and saying, I want to see the XRP price. No, you don't. What you want to see is that, that article right there. You want to see more and more and more of these use cases where XRP is being put into play. Guys, the freaking roads are being paved right now. The freaking tar is getting put down. You know, you got to be excited. We're building roads here. 
And so, Abs, this is unbelievably fantastic news. Look at that number, right? That was so. So, so that was the question I was asking you earlier. Seven hundred and seventy-three million dollars was spent in Q1 on this game. Okay, now that's not saying that that was XRP spent. Okay, there's zero dollars of XRP spent. But the point is, seven hundred and seventy-three million dollars. If in you know in whatever platform payment system they're using now. Let's just say you get 1% of that number, right? You're talking $7 million of potential XRP use, which means people are now starting to use XRP, Jenna. Kids are starting to use it. They're starting to get familiar with it. They're starting to hear the letters, XRP. What is this XRP? Most of those 65 million kids don't know what XRP is right now. They don't even, you know, they may not even know what crypto is right now. But now 65 million people are going to have some exposure to the letters XRP. Mm-hmm. And at some point, they're going to learn. This, gonna, this is going to sublimity program. They're going to start failing. Five years from now, a good chunk of them are going to know what XRP is. And some of that $773 million per quarter is going to get spent in XRP. I mean, this is just fascinating. They're spitting fire right I, now, Johnny Crypto. I, I can't. Can I add to that? Like, okay, so I'm seeing a lot of this over in the chat too. People, I never spend my XRP. I would never spend that. Guys, you can buy it back. Like, you can <laughs> use it. It's meant to be used as payments and you can get more. Like, it's okay to do. I don't understand what it's an odd mentality to me. Um, but hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat. They're spot on, Jenna. I remember there was an article about Travola accepting XRP. So you could now buy flights and hotels and online experiences using XRP. And I go through the comment section. Every person says, I would never spend my XRP. That's not what it's about, right? The people like us who are holding for the long term, that's not what the market is targeting. They're targeting people who are going to use XRP because it's cheaper, faster, better, like Johnny Crypto always says. And 65 million daily users now having the accessibility. I think that's what's most important, Johnny. They have the option to use XRP. And that's a big fundamental change. So they just they created massive. Listen, the best way to sell anything, right? When you you have to create awareness, you have to get it out there, right? Like we're doing with Merlin, we're trying to get it out there, get people to know the name, people to use it, right? Same thing with XRP. It's still different. They have to create awareness. But if you can put it out in front of sixty-five million young eyeballs, that is massive, right? That's huge, huge potential. And then Xbox is going to come out and do it. And then everybody else. And so, I mean, in, in five years from now, all this stuff is mainstream. And you're right. A lot of people in our in our chat here are saying, no, they won't sell because they're not users of, of XRP. They're investors of XRP. If you're an investor in XRP, and, you know, most people think it's going to 10000 which it's not. Sorry to bust your bubble. You know, if we get $5, 10 $15, $20 abs, I'll be doing monkey flips, right? I'll be so happy. So it, it won't even, it doesn't I'll matter. I'll do a good morning crypto meetup if that takes place. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll record that one too. I don't know. I'm not promising that yet. But anyway, anyway, the point is, if, I, what the hell was I saying? Where was I going with it? Oh, yeah. So people think it's going so high. Everybody has this fallacy that it's going to 1,000 or 589 or 10,000. So, of course, you're not going to sell if you think that. The difference here is I don't think that. I don't think Jenna thinks that. I know you don't think that. I think we believe more realistically 5, 10, maybe even $50 is realistic. If we start seeing those prices, of course, we're going to sell. We'd be fools not to sell and take those profits, but bring, again, have an exit plan. Keep some of it and bring it with you if it does get. 
that high. But why would you not want to take that that generational wealth or profits that you can generate and then invest those into other assets that generate you more money? See, people don't know the game yet. And I think everybody's just banking on a $10,000 price that they're going to become a multimillionaire overnight, and that's it. And that's a really, really bad I, I think that's the mistake if, if you have that mentality because I don't think there's a high probability that that's going to happen, especially in the short term. Johnny, last topic about this article. We often talk about the utility of an asset, and that's increasing with this partnership. But what's really increasing is exposure and accessibility to the asset. This is yeah. going to be available on Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, Xbox yeah. One, and PlayStation 4. You're now going to have the ability to purchase XRP. I'm going to try it just for the sake of it. Of I'm just going to go in there, use five bucks, and see what I can get. But you tell me, Johnny Crypto, is that the biggest part of this article, the accessibility of XRP? The biggest part of this is the awareness creation. The fact that people are someday going to start hearing the friends talking about, oh, yeah, I just bought something in Roblox and I used some XRP. And they're like, oh, you did? What's that? And then they're like, oh, they're like, oh this is cryptocurrency. I used to buy stuff. I don't have to I don't have to worry about putting dollars in no more. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. You can buy it with crypto. And then those conversations are going to start happening. They'll be talking in game to each other. And, you know, the more prominent or more easier they make it for xrp to be able to buy their stuff again it's just another cash so it's another currency or purchasing solution right that's supposed to be cheaper faster better and if the if roblox is smart they'll lower their fees and they'll still be able to make good money because their costs will go down and kids will be able to buy you know they're like oh why buy it in dollars you can buy it in xrp and it's much cheaper and so if that happens oh yeah you're gonna see you know everybody wanting to use a cheaper solution right especially kids who don't have a lot of money 18 and under they're not sitting on a bunch of money right so if they can get something for cheaper there's a cheaper alternative out there but i think just the fact of the awareness and being able to put that in front of that many eyeballs and then we know microsoft is coming next they're gonna have cryptocurrency solutions now, i don't know if they're gonna have xrp but i would suspect they will think of how cool that would be if across all these platforms you're starting to see XRP as one of the main solutions. It's abs. This is massive. You have no idea how big this is. The fact that they adopted it already gives it some instant credibility. Like, hey, this solution is a viable option for something that's earning seven hundred and seventy-three million dollars a quarter. You have no idea. That's huge validation. This is massive, massive, great news about about uh, you know for XRPL. This is huge. I want to add on to that. Um, it's not an XRP game, but I'm playing a game um, by a company that has their own token and everything, but they actually made an app. It plays app games. And on this, you can play. It's play to earn. You can earn EOS and rewards. You can earn your tickets, which are, that's not crypto, but you can keep playing and everything, or you can enter in different challenges, but you're buying a crypto token and they don't you don't realize it that it's a crypto token when you're buying it. And the best part is you can log into your wallet just using your Apple ID. So it's so simplified for people. And I don't think that they really understand, you know, most people that this is a cryptocurrency, but it's so sleek and everything. And I think that it's um, companies like that and projects like that, they're that going to do very, very well with their tokens, but it's a great way to bring people in hundred percent. And Johnny Crypto, yesterday we talked a lot about XRP and tokenized assets becoming real in the next 18 months. Well, David Schwartz put out a great video a couple of days ago. We played it on our show yesterday. Here's another development from the XRPL team discussing how this year they've done $20 billion in revenue so far, and they're live in 40 countries worldwide. Around cost, transparency, speed. We've done that really, really well. 
uh, and, and over the last few years have scaled across 40 countries, hundreds of customers across countries. And uh, you know, this year we'll process close to 20 billion in, in value, which is tremendous. We continue to do that. Right? Our focus is to build solutions that solve problems, whether it's crypto liquidity, helping central banks launch CBDCs, uh, tokenizing carbon credits so that market can operate efficiently, or indeed this year, you know, focus on tokenizing other real-world financial assets and solve the frictions that exist in, in, in those industries. You heard it, Johnny. Cost, this this year, oops, sorry. This year, they're going to be launching tokenized assets on the XRPL. They're excited about CBDCs, working with central bank digital currencies. <laughs> sorry, working with central banks to create digital currencies is what I meant to say. But he also said this. They've done $20 billion in revenue so far across 40 countries worldwide. The 40 countries is big. The $20 billion in revenue is peanuts. If you think about it, the Onyx blockchain with JP Morgan is doing $2 billion in total volume a day. That's tiny as well. We're going to see trillions of dollars in market value be exchanged per day eventually. So 20 billion, it may sound big. It's really, it's nothing. But what did you take away? Forget the numbers. Forget the numbers. The numbers don't mean nothing today. These are all test trials. What the most interesting thing was, was he said, is all the damn things he listed off. We're going to tokenization, CBDCs, conversion. This is what's exciting. This is why I want to own Ripple, the company. And I'm so excited that now everybody can. You all can own Ripple, the company. Remember, if you own XRP, you do not own Ripple, the company, okay? So don't get the two confused. They're completely different things. Ripple, you know, XRP is the product of Ripple, but you don't own. So, Abs, the reason why I'm excited about both, you know, obviously XRP and its own thing and its adoption in the world where it's going to be used, that has the potential to drive up the coin price, right? What gets me excited about owning Ripple, the company, is the things he just talked about. Man, they're going to be everywhere, dude. They are placing themselves. They are setting themselves up perfectly to play massively, to be one of the more the technology leaders in blockchain solutions going forward. I mean, to me, I mean, th th they're like going to be like the Red Hat or the Apples or, 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 or the, the, the next Amazon coming out of this phase. In my mind, I've always said I thought Coinbase would be would be very big in the future. And I also believe Ripple is going to be one of those massive players that, man, it's so, it's so great to be able to buy these guys right now before the rest of the world even knows what they are, because I think they have, because I believe in their management. I believe in their vision. I believe that they see all these different channels that blockchain is going to drive and they're like, Hey, we don't have to just play in one of them. We're going to go off through all, we have the CBDCs, we have cross-border payments, we're going to have tokenization, we have custody. I mean, they're just, they're, they, they, they see it, Abs. They understand it. They have some of the smartest people in the world. They have some of the most connected people in the world and all the, from different government agencies and three-letter agencies and government positions. I mean, they're just, I'm just so excited about Ripple, the company as well. I think there's so much massive opportunity there for investment. Johnny, can I ask you a question about the IPO for people who were not able to, who were not accredited investors and able to get in early? Do you like if this was your case, would you wait until later, like and not FOMO in and get dumped on by maybe the people who bought early and just wait for, you know, the price to retrace? Like, what would you do? That's a fantastic question. You know, I'm the type of person where when I look at it, you know, um, because it's limited and where you can get in and hard to sell because it's privately owned, I don't think people have to really worry so much about getting massively dumped on. It's not going to be a pump and dump per se right now. Anybody who's in it 
isn't in it right now to make a 2x. Everybody knows that because Ripple went from, I think, 30 to 50 bucks or 60 bucks, right? Um, and maybe there's a few that will dump. But for the most part, no, part as low as like $8. Well, but that, that doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying just showing context for how, how early. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I mean, those prices haven't. When, when I first started seeing Ripple availability back in 2021, it was $32. Now it's around 60 bucks. Or Here's what's more important, guys. The market cap. I believe it's valued at a $15 billion market cap right now, which is still, if you think about what they own in the escrow, Johnny, that is nothing. That really is nothing. Yeah. And the escrow is something they have to release anyway. So you can't really, I, you know, I know some people count that. Toward, I don't count that because they're going to release it and some they won't own it. It won't even be their asset in the future. So that's a false thing in my opinion. But anyway, that's just me. But what I'm excited about is the things they're building, the businesses they're building, the channels they're playing in. And the potential amounts of massive money. We're talking $14 trillion in tokenization <laughs> alone. Derivatives over $600 trillion. There's so much money out there and so many things to play in this space that I think for from that perspective, Jenna, I wouldn't worry about it. If I had decided in my mind that I believe, because first of all, be, between us and probably everybody who's listening, you know, I, I think there's probably... You know, you saw Coinbase go to three hundred dollars on its IPO. I wouldn't be surprised if Ripple gets to two or three hundred bucks. If you're sitting at sixty right now, that's still a, you know a four, or three or four, or five x potentially in there. So that's that alone. And then what its future potential utility is. So I, I wouldn't. I personally would not hold back. There's not financial advice. I would start to get my toes in. And here's why, Jenna. The private shares, when you're doing a Ripple pre-IPO, they're very hard to get. And there's limited supply. If you don't get them, you may not get an opportunity to buy again. So like with XRP, you and I could just go into any exchange and buy it. There's tons of liquidity. With IPO shares, when they run out, that's it. Unless somebody's willing to give up shares, you may not get a chance to buy them. So I absolutely would not wait. Because, I, yes, I would FOMO in. And it's not really FOMO. It's just I understand how pre-IPOs work. There's very limited share. I actually want to buy R3. I want to buy R3. I can't buy it. I checked everywhere. There's, they're sold out. Nobody wants to release their shares. You can't buy them. So, no, you don't wait on a pre-IPO. If you decide you want Ripple, you don't worry about the price. Because you, if you believe it's going up, you buy it when you get your hands on the shares. Because... Very hard to get shares in that pre-IPO. Well, Johnny, I wrote a short story this weekend about Ripple's IPO process in 2024, and I put it out on Twitter. It got some decent engagement from some pretty big users, so I'm going to read it here and get your opinion. Ripple's 2024 will transform into a publicly traded entity. Its strategic embrace of XRP's potential sends ripples throughout the financial industry. XRP, the digital enigma, becomes the cornerstone of Ripple's revolution, and as the digital currency gains momentum, it soars to new heights. Those who held XRP since the early days find themselves transported from the mundane to the extraordinary, becoming a millionaire in a stroke of good fortune as their destinies are forever altered. Yet it doesn't end there. Ripple's ing ingenious solution sweeps across the world of finance, leaving the traditional banking system in their wake, transcending costs diminish and the speed of cost border payments, weaving a spell of transformation. I'm laughing because, Johnny, your mic is unmuted. You're yawning in the background. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I thought I was muted. <laughs> in a world where financial inclusion was sorry once... about that, guy. <laughs> That's okay. In a world where financial inclusion was once a distant dream, Ripple's technology now magically unlocks the opportunities for the unbanked, offering them a chance at financial empowerment. All of this happening in correspondence, Johnny Crypto. What do you think about my short story? 
I love it. I think it's spot. I mean, there's no doubt about it, Abs, that they are going to do an IPO. And Brad ain't fool. He ain't no fool. He's going to do what Coinbase did. He's going to wait for the peak of the high of the of the bull market and then and then dump that thing. That's the way you do it if you want to maximize your value. And so for me, I think an IPO is a hundred percent coming. There's no doubt about it. Now with the monkey off their back, for the most part, they just got to get this last part of the lawsuit done, and then that's it, man. It's over. They are going to IPO, and that some bitch is going to fly. Like I told Jenna, I think you know it might. It, you know, you may see two, three hundred bucks. Shit, you may even see six hundred dollars. Who knows? You know. Thank you, Eric. And I think at the end of the day, yes, I will be selling some of my Ripple uh, shares when that does happen. I'm not going to be a fool because everything, everything that goes up always comes down to don't be, you know, don't, don't get suckered into thinking it's going to go up forever. Don't do that. Have an exit plan to make sure you put some profit in your pocket. Was that an AI short story abs? Absolutely not. Jenna. Why <laughs> because it sounds like, it sounds like, program. it sounds like every it AI. Okay. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> Busted guys, but I guess I know who can be trusted and who can't be trusted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's out of the bag. Hey, Abs, I yep. love this, by the way. Ferrari thinks it's a scam. Chase America, th- uh, ba- Chase Bank thinks it's a scam. Good, good. I love it. I love it. Keep thinking crypto. Far for the course, Johnny Crypto. But here's who doesn't it. think it's a scam. That would be David Schwartz himself. And Jenna, this is a clip we showed yesterday. I'm just going to show a nine-second short series here where David Schwartz is saying that he thinks tokenized assets are coming to the XRPL in the next year to year and a half. I think that's going to make That's one of the many reasons why the XRP ledger is going to be a good place to launch tokenized real world assets. I think we'll see that in the next year, year and a half. Cool. Yeah, and there's a... So I, think that's gonna- so I think that really shows how close we are to a fundamental change in finance, Jenna. And with BlackRock CEO Larry Fink coming out and saying he believes in tokenization, the enemies of the industry are diminishing by the day. BlackRock, JP Morgan, Chase Bank, these were the biggest contrarians to crypto during the 2017 cycle, even during the 2020 cycle. But this 2024 cycle, they're endorsing these technologies. So what do you think about David Schwartz saying we're 12 to 18 months away from tokenized assets on the XRPL? Hey, I believe them. <laughs> I have no reason not to like you know what I mean um that's really cool that's exciting I mean tokenized assets that, that's such a huge market I mean I can't even mind blown how much money that will bring into um and pass through the XRPL absolutely insane I just guess I'm wondering they have to pass right now their XLS 30d update and I know that a lot of people aren't um agreeing on that right now with the nodes and everything so i guess i i'm just wondering what forgive me because i don't know this update you know they will have to do to be able to put tokenized assets on here because we don't have smart contract capabilities i don't know why i thought that we would need smart contract capabilities for tokenized assets but i guess you really don't have to that's just something that i personally thought could you you guys elaborate on that because i'm actually not sure johnny thank you I think that having, you know, I, I, there's no doubt about that. When you think of smart contract capabilities, being able to put things in place on 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 how you may want payouts to happen, things like that. There's definitely, I think, a benefit, Jennifer, having um, smart contracts on tokenization efforts. So there's going, you know, when you think about the, the possibilities of how tokenization is going to work, how payouts are going to happen, how things are going to move around i think there's going to be a benefit in having that and so for me i i do i do think i don't know why this is up here but i do think that um there is going to be some value in that and that's why you're seeing some talk or bridging to it 
Here's the remainder of this Larry Fink clip. We're going to play some de- some of the most important details and we're comment as it goes. So Johnny, be ready to comment. Here we go. When was the first you've heard about this rumor and, and what did Actually, you Actually, I was busy all day. I probably heard it an hour ago. So it wasn't. Yeah, well, it was, and, and we should point out Ellie Tourette, my producer, broke the story that it was not real. But it's like wishful thinking. <clears throat> Isn't this what this is all about? Well, I can't talk about the specifics of anything. I think it's just an example of the pent up interest in crypto. So let's pause it right there. He says that's an example of the pent up interest in crypto. What do you think he's getting at here, Johnny? He obviously goes on to expand. People are looking for real assets like gold, bonds, treasuries, and now cryptocurrency. Do you agree with him or is that just a narrative he's promoting? Oh, no. He, no. He's telling you because he, listen, these guys are in for money. And if they thought that crypto was really a scam, thank you, Stuart. If they thought, we love you too, brother. If they thought crypto was a scam, they would not be, I mean, they're, they're, they're massive, $10 trillion. They're not going to get involved in something that, that's going to you know cause them to get under fire. No, they know. Don't forget, Abs, $10 trillion in their assets, which means they have the most connections in the world. Okay, their ears. They got more ears than any of us put together, and they're hearing what their institutions, what their customers, what everybody's telling them. And what do you think they're telling them? What did he just say? He literally just said, our customers want access to this thing. Our customers want to be able to invest and diversify. They want gold. They want silver. And they want crypto. He said it. He's telling you. And so, and he knows that for his company to give it to them, what does he need? He needs a Bitcoin ETF, a spot ETF. And by the way, what do you think BlackRock is going to get in a few months? That's right, Jenna. BlackRock gets what BlackRock wants. And they're going to get the ETF. They're going to put this thing out there in the hands of the people. And he already knows it. He already knows. And you said it earlier. They were just waiting. Them and all their buddies and all the other large institutions are just getting in place. They're getting ready to get in really early. I wish I had my chart. Maybe we got the, the, the Wall Street cheat sheet chart. You should bring that up. Because if you do, I'll show you exactly where we are, where where, where it is. Where they are. The smart money is getting in now. Jenna said it earlier. Who do you think, you know, guys, when Bitcoin dropped to 15K, who do you think was providing that bottom? Price keeps dropping unless someone's buying. Who do you think was buying at 15K? You've asked a lot of questions during this talk show, Johnny, but I want to remind you the live listener is only <laughs> in the chat, my friend. Let's play the remainder of this. Right, those, are, those are rhetorical questions, okay? So you you know. Oh, I thank need, you. Thank you for dispelling the confusion. Yeah, Here we go, boy. Make sure you understand. BlackRock was buying. Example of the pent up interest in crypto. And, I, and we are hearing from clients around the world about the need for crypto. I mean, when you think about, I think some of this rally is way beyond the rumor. I think there were, the rally today is about a flight to quality with all the, you know, all the issues around the Israeli war now, um, global terrorism. And I think there's more people running into a flight to quality, whether that is in treasuries, gold, or crypto, depending on how you think about it. Tre- Treasury, gold, or crypto. Floor is yours. Did, did you hear what he said right there? Did you hear what he said right there? People are running into or flighting into areas of security and he literally said crypto is one of them i wish you could play that clip again he literally said they're looking for a flight right they're looking to go somewhere in the fact that they think yeah he said it he just literally well i don't want to say he gave uh instant credibility to crypto but the fact that people 
think that crypto is a flight of security apps versus the dollar, considering everybody thinking crypto is a scam? What does that tell you? He's got his ear to the ground. He tells me, tells me people are ready to profit off of this technology. That's what I believe. And Johnny, I'm going to play this one more time and kick it right back to you. We're hearing from clients around the world about the need for crypto. I mean, when you think about... We are hearing from clients around the world the need, the need for crypto. The need. not He's not saying we want to profit off it. He's saying we are hearing from clients the need for crypto because their people want to invest in crypto. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going to profit off it. Of course, he's going to profit. They're going to provide the need and they're going to profit a shit ton off of it. But the main message right there are those words. We are hearing from clients the need for crypto. Stop, done, boom mic, end the show right there. Crypto is here. Drop the mic. Crypto is here to say, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, God, I wish people just understood. And they won't. They won't get it. They're going to continue to think it's a scam. But when this show's over, I'm going to go FOMO more into crypto. As <laughs> this bad boy ends. I mean, that is massive. To hear that from Leary. Leary's yeah. telling you. It's massive, Jenna. It's, it's huge. It's huge. Jenna, the question I have for you is, do you think we're at the end of the bear market? With people like Larry Fink coming out, Bitcoin's at 29000 I've heard from friends. Let me know if it gets back below twenty. I'm looking to buy some more. I really think we're approaching the end of the bear market. And I think okay. this right here is a good example of that. We're kicking it right back to you, Jenna. But look at this yesterday. Shareholder communications, senior manager, Ripple is hiring for this position. And look at this. If you're hiring for a shareholder communications manager, you're probably getting ready for an IPO. So more evidence of Ripple getting ready to IPO. Is this evidence that the bear market is coming to an end? TikTok. Guys, I mean, I think a lot of people were put on notice yesterday. We saw that spike. Be ready. Don't get caught with your pants down. That's what I'm saying. Mark less and less time. I'm trying, I'm looking around the house. Like, what can I sell? Like, what can I sell? Sell everything. To buy more everything, crypto? everything, Jen. The everything. cat, the dog, the mic. Everything. Baby. Sell everything. <laughs> get rid of everything you can. TVs, you don't need. Yeah, but I don't think we're gonna see 15.5 again. I think those days are over. If you bought it 15.5. Congratulations. Take your arm, turn it 360, pat yourself on the back. Don't hurt yourself. You actually deserve it if you caught anywhere near. If you bought it 16, 17, 18K, you did great. Like, who cares? You're you're near the bottom. That's where you want to be. Because someday when this thing's sitting at 100K or 150K, it ain't going to matter if you bought. Sorry, my phone's gone. It ain't going to matter if you bought it at 15, 16, 17K. You're going to be excited as hell when it's sitting in the hundreds or 200s. Johnny Crypto, we got to discuss a little bit of what went down yesterday as BlackRock was rumored to have their ETF approved. But I want to know, what do you think really happened here? Because Larry Fink himself said he didn't even hear about the rumors until an hour before he appeared on Fox Business. Where do you think this came from? Was it an inside source? Was it purposefully misleading investors? That's the question I'm going to ask you right after this clip. And guys, we got 370 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. If you're just joining us now, one of the biggest news stories of today was that Roblox, a gaming platform with 65 million daily users, is now accepting XRP as a form of payment. But we're about to discuss how the Bitcoin ETF, not only is it just being blocked by Gary Gensler, it seems like there are some false flags going on here. 
The SEC has deferred making decisions on a multitude of these filings recently, so we'll see they're facing some deadlines coming up. I believe ARC's deadline is in January, and yet it does seem like the pressure may be building given this deadline they just faced in grayscale that James was talking about. They decided not to appeal that ruling, which of course found that they were arbitrary and capricious in denying grayscale's attempt to convert GBTC into an ETF. So it feels like it might be kind of crunch time, but of course... So this is where I defer to Mark Yusko, Johnny, and Jenna, whoever wants to comment. Mark Yusko said that when BlackRock's ETF gets approved, and he believes it's going to be the first one, he thinks we're going to get a half dozen applications approved right afterwards. So we're going to see $300 billion in buying power enter the cryptocurrency market. And Johnny, you've been here long enough. Everybody knows it starts with Bitcoin, goes to Ethereum, goes to the larger altcoins, and down into the memes at the end of the bull market. So you tell me, with all of this massive buying power coming into Bitcoin, are you anticipating that altcoins are also going to have a positive effect? Well, there's no doubt about it that they're gonna there's gonna be a halo effect. Yes, that's how that's how historically the bull markets have run. First, it floods into Bitcoin, then ETH, and then into the altcoins. So, Jenna, here's some advice for you from Poncho: Sell your goldfish if you haven't already. Go get some money there. Put it in the bank. I mean, put it into crypto. But Abs, you know, yesterday was a complete debacle. What happened was Coin Telegraph lost all their credibility. You know, you can't come out. And, you know, they were kind of, I used to view them as a credible source. Now they're a question mark in my head, right? You can't trust them. I mean, you and they then they came out and apologized. No, you can't. You can't come out and apologize for making a mistake that big. You know how I knew that was a fake article? Because when I Googled it, there was not another single, there was no other source out there that was saying, and let me tell you something. You don't think the big boy sources you know, Wall Street Journal, uh, what something wire. You don't think all of those would have known that BlackRock got an SEC approval? You think Cointelegraph is going to be the only guys that I got? I mean, I knew right away when I saw that. Johnny, this is an inside source right here. This is a video from the meeting they had yesterday where they took no accountability. They said this isn't a problem with Cointelegraph. It's a problem with the media industry. Social media posts. And yes, this was disastrous. And this is an example of what cannot happen. But this is what happens when we are having constant pressure to be the first with every news. And this is not a problem of, uh, of journalism per se. It's a problem of the society that... And you know what this reminds me of? First of all, if you couldn't hear it, she said it's a problem with society. It's a problem with the social media era. It sounds like a kid who wants to eat dessert before dinner, right? Their their only job in journalism is to report correct information, have verified sources, and give it to the public. To me, that seems like a dream position. There are people who are mining who are mining for magnesium right now. You know what I mean? There's people who have actual hard jobs. She's complaining about how she has to be held accountable when she provides false information. Jenna, we got like one minute left. I'd love to start with you. Kick it to Johnny. Gaslight the people. Make it our problem that you're under so much pressure. This is just saying we really don't care. We don't. We don't care about you. Oh, by the way, didn't they cash out like 2.25 million after that um, article? I think Rollbit posted that, and um, yeah, they cashed out a long position, and then they're like, "Oops, we're sorry." Well, people lost millions and millions of dollars. Coin Telegraph does not give one fuck about you. No, they sure don't. And they basically, you want to talk about complete skills? You're gonna blame it on the fact that you're being pressured to be the first out there. Well, sorry, honey, get a new job. Get out of the. If you can't handle the pressure, you can't take the heat. Get out of the kitchen, all right? Sorry, that's just how it works. That's the industry you're in. But that doesn't mean just because you're under pressure to be the first one to get news out there 
that you go put news out there that's unverified. That's just retarded, and that's what's going to happen. And now you lost all credibility. I will never post anything from them again now unless somebody else says it first. They just killed. They literally burned themselves, but they probably made some money. I know we're out of time, so I can't say any more than that. But yeah, fake news. Don't trust them. Move on. And let's get ready for the next show. Oh, we got a guest tomorrow, Abs. Guys, tomorrow we got Molly joining the show, and we're going to talk a lot about XRP, fair market value, true market value. But Johnny, we ran a poll in the live chat today, and we asked, do you think tokenized assets are going to be mainstream this year? 70% of our listeners said no, so they don't think tokenized assets are coming this year. I that agree with them. we got some smart listeners out there, guys. And we got we 360 do. live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We'll see you guys in 23 hours. And like we always say, Warriors.